Ben's good at communicating. I just don't answer the door anymore. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I just ignore them and stare at them through our tinted windows. <laughs> Society's family unit is in crisis as less and less people are making the commitment of a lifelong partnership together. It has been normalized, encouraged, and easier than ever to just throw in the towel when the going gets tough. With time at a premium, start by spending 20 minutes per week gaining thought-provoking inspiration towards a journey of self-improvement, ultimately improving your marriage, your family, your health, and your home. Are you a pushover? Do you feel too passive with your spouse, your boss, your kids? Many of you have heard about setting boundaries. Are boundaries constricting or can they lead to more freedom? This episode is going to be a change in direction as we will do a deep dive in this first part of a three-part series on boundaries. Today we will discuss how to establish boundaries and why it is so important. So in episode 13 of the podcast, Boundaries and Time Management, we touched on how to manage your time and not overcommit yourself. This discussion is focused more on time management piece, but today we're going to try something different. We're going to dive into boundaries in a three-part series. This topic may not sound very interesting, but it's vital in accomplishing our goals. We must have checks and balances for others and even for ourselves. Otherwise, it can be chaos because your needs and priorities don't get met because you let others walk all over you. This person is the pushover and the people pleaser. This is the person that inconveniences themselves to please others. This is being polite or considerate to a fault. This can lead to conflict. Yeah, and a personal example for myself is... I do this at times with solicitors or other providers for services that I don't want to be rude and tell them to go away, so I waste a bunch of their time and mine (laughs) listening to their spiel. Even though I know I'm not going to buy anything, why am I I even entertaining this? I don't want your candy bar. No. I'm not buying a magazine subscription. Um, (laughs) I don't want to switch to Time Warner. I don't need a water softening system. But it's a big time waster, you know. Um, And yes, we understand everybody needs to make a buck, you know, and do their living and everything. But at the same time, in a consumer society that we're in, we're going to go and seek out those types of conveniences. Yes. If I need something, I can find it online pretty easily. I don't need someone going door to door trying to sell me something. Rather than being avoidant, it's good just to be assertive. Mm-hmm. and just say, please take me off your list. No, I'm not interested. And we don't have to be a complete a-hole about it. And we'll get into communicating boundaries in the next episode. Ben's good at communicating. I just don't answer the door anymore. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I just ignore them and stare at them through our tinted windows. <laughs> you taught KJ how to do that too. Yeah. <laughs> So I um, am also a people pleaser by nature and kind of a pushover at time. 
I used to do this with work a lot, especially in my regular job before I resigned last year, constantly responding to requests at all hours of the day. It didn't matter if it was, if I was clocked in or not, putting in extra time and stuff just to please uh, my past employer. And this was at the expense of focused time with my family or other priorities that I could be working on besides working for no pay, basically. And that's not to say that doing a little extra doesn't go a long way sometimes, except when it's not it's not really helping anything, it's not going anywhere, it's not being noticed, but it's taking yeah. you away from what you really should be doing because there should be a clear divide. I was already at work for 10 hours right. a day. How much more <laughs> could I have done? And this, and this leads into different types of boundaries that we can set. Um, we have four types that we list here that aren't every type of boundary, but we have personal boundaries. So this is a division between work life and home life. And it's that proverbial work-life balance that we always hear so much about. And that's different for everyone. Work-life balance by itself sounds like it should be a 50-50 balance exactly the same across <laughs> the board. And that is not the case. Everyone has their own balance, mm -hmm. but that can lead into our next boundary, which is professional. Uh, these two can go hand in hand for a lot of people. So this is, so you're saying yes to working extra every weekend versus saying no in a polite way and you can work extra another day during the week or what have you, but you have to have a personal boundary and a professional boundary to have a little bit of space to separate work and home life. The third boundary bucket is family. This is something like letting your family walk all over you. They drop in versus giving you a heads up ahead of time at your house. The fourth boundary is social. So this can be very, there can be a lot of overlap with some of these other boundaries, but this could be as simple as declining a night out drinking when with your friends, which can be fun, but you know you gotta get up in the morning and be a parent, you've got things to do, what's your priority, right? So that's mm -hmm. what you can do. There's um, only so much uh, bandwidth in a day yes. and every day you need to pick what buckets you're going to dip into if your thing is on Sundays we don't work don't don't dip your toe in the professional bucket you need to establish no Sundays is family and social and personal time mm -hmm. you know don't dip your toe and just check one email you need to establish that boundary of no I'm not gonna work today for example, Wednesdays um, is known as my self-care night. That's kind of a non-negotiable. That's a personal boundary for me that I have established that Wednesday nights is my self-care night. You need to think about these buckets and establish when you're going to dip yourself into these buckets because you can't do all of them every day. So in this first part, talking about establishing boundaries, it can be very difficult to do because we don't do it naturally. It's something that has to develop over time and mm -hmm. it can certainly change with the seasons of life. Obviously when things shift and things come up, you have to sort of reestablish these. You really need to be clear about what you want. Can you really answer in a short, concise sentence what it is you want out of your relationship? What do you want out of your career professionally? 
or your business? What do you want with your family? By now, you may have, some of you may already know, you've heard of the book No More Mr. Nice Guy by Dr. Robert Glover. We found this to be very, a very useful resource because when you're assertive and you stick to your boundaries, you gain more respect. People respect somebody with boundaries instead of just somebody you can walk all over. And they don't always think of it that way. They don't even realize they're doing it. But if you allow somebody to walk all over you, they just start doing it more and more and more because it's easy to do. If your employer knows they can go to you every time something extra needs done, even mm-hmm. if it's not your job, you're they're going to keep doing yes. it. That's the crutch. Mm-hmm. They know they know that you're going to say yes because yeah, because you're a, a n- nice guy or girl. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not good. <laughs> a person. Nit, you're nitpicky. a nice person. So being nice is great, but nice people don't get what they want very often. These are people that are great at first, but they get abused and pushed around because it's easy to do. These people can be passive aggressive and even have outbursts because they bottle up their frustration. And so this can manifest at home when you're a pushover at work. Exactly. You may seem awesome at work. Everybody loves you, but your home life is in shambles because you go home and you've bottled all of this up. Right. A nice person hopes that people recognize their niceness, but they're too afraid to communicate what they want or need, and it leads to resentment. So we'll cover this more in depth in the second part of the series on communicating boundaries. We want to focus on establishing your boundaries, and this is an internal discussion. This is a discussion in your mind. That sounds scary. (laughs) That you're establishing your own boundaries. And then in the second part of the series is communicating those to people. So while you're establishing these boundaries, what do you want? Do you want respect from your peers and others? You need to decide what you're willing to accept. This is more than just saying no. So some examples, think about what do you do when you receive the wrong meal at a restaurant? Do you just eat it or should you get what you paid for? Establish this boundary in your head. And we'll talk about how we communicate the boundary Mm -hmm. that you've established later. So your kids constantly get out of bed, past their bedtime. Do you allow that? This could go along with um, allowing, we don't do, we've never ever done this, I guess, except for when you were traveling, is having your kids sleep with you. I think guys and girls are different with that, but you established that boundary very early with me. Yeah, and I don't think you were a big fan of it in some ways either because it wasn't too hard for you to get on that bus. Yeah, exactly. Should you allow your family to just drop in unannounced or or even just like a five-minute warning or something, Mm -hmm. you know, if if people are close by? Do Do you like people just dropping by your house, family or friends? For me, when the doorbell rings, it's either Amazon or a solicitor. Yeah. (laughs) It's not typically friends or family. We've established that boundary for the most part that they know they need to call or text before they just pop by. And keep in mind, in thinking about this internal process, when you're deciding what sorts of boundaries you want to set, you should never feel guilty for knowing what you need, what you want, and being willing to set a limitation for others or even yourself. Yeah. Setting a boundary is not a bad thing. It it should not feel restricting. Don't be a you sh- dick. You you don't have to be 
rude about it. And we'll talk about those those things. But don't feel guilty. No. Nice when you're the nice guy all the time, you feel like you're going to have to be rude in order to get what you want. Get what you want, mm-hmm. and and you're then you're going to turn into either a, a bully, mm-hmm. you know, socially. So you don't say anything, but you turn around and talk smack behind somebody's back because now you weren't assertive about it. So instead, now you're over here trashing them to somebody else. So that definitely leads to bad things. Never feel bad about having boundaries on certain things. Now, we're not saying over-structure your whole life where there's boundaries just everywhere. I think, too, some people um, don't set boundaries because they think that when they are when they end up communicating those boundaries mm-hmm. that other people will think that oh you're better than me because mm-hmm. you're able to communicate your boundary and I'm just a nice person and I just say yes to everything it's like no you, internally you have established mm-hmm. what is and what is not acceptable and keep in mind like I said this isn't just for other people this could even be for yourself yes this mm-hmm. could be telling yourself I'm going to be disciplined and stick with this diet. I have a boundary. I'm not going to go to X restaurant, burger joint, because I know what's going to happen. I'm going to be tempted if I do it. I'm not going to buy potato chips for the house because I know I'll eat them. Mm-hmm. So that's a boundary. You need to personal. communicate that with yourself. Yes. <laughs> in those long Self-talk. conversations you're having with, in your head. You're in the grocery aisle just <laughs> staring at the just chips. Just stop right there and have a long conversation with yourself out loud i'm sure people will honestly (laughs) that wouldn't be far-fetched anymore just because people have earpieces in their ears all the time and stuff they're you it all it just looks like everyone's talking to themselves it's harder to hear with a mask on anyway yeah that's true (laughs) (laughs) so so moving into some tips that we've put together um on establishing better boundaries in the buckets of personal professional social and family First off, figure out what you need or want. We've mentioned this, but we really want to hammer this home. Do you have your mission for your life? Are you pursuing it? Because if you know where you're trying to go, it becomes a lot easier to set boundaries and be able to see what's taking you off track. of where. Because if you don't know where you're going, then you don't even know what boundaries you need to set in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some situations you would like to improve? Ask yourself that those questions what are some things that are not going how i would like ideally do you have work-life balance right now this is very timely for folks working from home mm-hmm. with covid and they've got their kids and you don't have that routine and that separation of going to an office and commuting yeah. having to get the yourself dressed sec- and separation from physical separation right. from work and especially yeah we both work from home so <laughs> It just kind right. of, all, we were just talking about this morning. We were like, what day is it? And we're like, oh, it's Saturday. Mm-hmm. It Like Saturday it doesn't, doesn't mean it. anything to us anymore. It's just a normal day still. <laughs> but, but, and that's a boundary that we haven't set very well for ourselves of we're going to work our butt off these days and stay focused so that this day is protected to do these mm-hmm. other things that we, we need to get done. So that's a personal boundary we're trying to establish more for ourselves than anyone else. It's it's no one else's fault but our own, really. That comes to protecting your time. Is it causing issues? As for some, maybe it isn't. Maybe it's okay to work a little bit here, work a little bit there, do some personal stuff, come back to work later. It, 
but for some people it's better to stay focused and try to work during normal work hours, stay focused on that, and then you can have your playtime later or personal time mm-hmm. to take care of family stuff or oh, anything else. Oh, but then else. we were just reading that book the other day that we'll probably talk about it later because it's a really good book and it's one of my client's brothers-in-law um, that they like play hacky sack in their office yes, and stuff. They take breaks and like they'll, they'll go watch a movie in the middle of the day and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, I guess that works for some people. I, I just think that's a little too lax. The, I, I'm not going to stay focused if I'm doing that. Yeah. That's the culture that they develop. <clears throat> Those are the boundaries that they established yeah. in their office. And as long as the work's getting done. Yeah. I guess there's not a problem with that, but um, I could see that being taken advantage of pretty quickly. By assholes. Anyways, <laughs> they ruin it for everybody. Do you need to just ask yourself more questions? And that's another tip to help clarify, you know, really go through a lot of these questions and it'll help you get some clarity on it because it's really hard, again, to think about what do I want and what are some things that need improved until you really start thinking about it. You, you may not know. We're all, we're all so busy with everything. Um, it's hard to sit down and go over this even in your own head. Um, but what seems healthy and reasonable? Because like I said, you could set a lot of boundaries that aren't really rational. It, it could go a little too far. One of those could be financial, too. Do yes. you loan money to people? Right. That could be a case-by-case basis as well. Sure. Do you loan money to, to people or family or friends or something? It, that could be case-by-case basis. Like, are they on their, like, deathbed that they need this medicine yeah. <laughs> in order to live? Or is it is it a friend or a family member that continuously bums yeah. money off you and gets used to it? Do they pay you back in a timely manner? Yeah. Or yeah. with all those variables out there, just remember the last tip. Think about your priorities. Make sure that you're keeping those in mind and protecting those. This isn't an exhaustive list of everything out there that can help with establishing boundaries, but we really hope that all of this helps. We have a lot of personal improvement that Allie and I have to do on our own, mm-hmm. and it's really an ongoing process. It's not just an end destination. You can say, oh, I'm good. I've got all the right boundaries. Yeah. You constantly have something that new that comes up or, you know, you volunteer or you want to start a new project or, mm-hmm. you know, so it's a it's a moving target that yes. you have to keep on reestablishing boundaries with the different things that come up. This will certainly save you time. It'll save others time. It'll save a lot of frustration because now you have limits of what you can and can't do and it just becomes more clear, more black and white, more defined as you do it more and more. So be sure to join us in the next episode as we dive into more of communicating boundaries. And I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, (laughs) And we'll close out the series with an episode that ties it all together on enforcing boundaries. This week's call to order, which bucket of personal, professional, social, and family do you want to set some healthy boundaries? Start small with one area, and then you can work your way up to the next one by writing it down. What do you want and what can be improved? This is on you, and you have to take some accountability. Are there some boundaries that you could politely set, and what would that eventually look like? If you're ready for your marriage and family dynamic to thrive and not just survive, all it takes is 20 minutes or less joining us each week. 
It begins with a journey of self-improvement while you sit in the carpool lane, commute to work, squeeze in a workout, or get halfway through folding that laundry pile. Be sure to check out the blog at thefamilyorder.com and follow us on Facebook at The Family Order. If you're ready to start your journey, be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss new episodes every Monday.